elegant weapon for a more civilized age. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to An Elegant Weapon, episode 368. My name is J.J. M. Clark, J. the Jedi, Ross, Ross Jedi J. And as always, it is so wonderful to have all you beautiful babies back here with us in the Smoking Pod studio atop beautiful Hamilton Mountain in Ontario, Canada. It's been a fun party week. It's been a Source Point Press party. I'd like to thank Ben Goldsmith, Garrett Gunn, and Casey Pierce herself for hanging out for the party. We had a lot of good times uh, catching up. Uh, heavy hitters week here on Source Point Press. We're ending the week off. Oh, and Travis is still good. Uh, we've been giving reports and everything's still well with Travis. I was so, going to say, is he like, yeah. you know, we had like crazy stuff going on there. So, yeah, you know, it, it's crazy. Uh, if you see the map, like he was spared by like yards his house was spared from some oh travesty it was absolutely insane but everything is good um and he's going to come back on real soon he has promised uh because he was gonna and then he didn't so he's gonna um, well you know a a nine foot flash flood is a good reason not to not to show up i suppose <laughs> absolutely you know he was a little busy uh, i texted him like an hour before and i was like can you come he's like i oh, know i'm unable and then he explained why and i thought it was great. yeah I, but, I, talked uh, him, I, I talked to him that afternoon okay here's i gotta do a quick uh, awkward moment here of the show where i expand my facebook page and i can still hear myself i don't ever know why but it's kind of weird hadrina joe how are you doing um yeah well hold on let me get to this uh, it's been a fun week. We've had everybody. We're ending it off with a big return. Um, a longtime friend of the show, ladies and gentlemen, he speaks again, Mr. Dirk Manning. With my fresh quarantine do, which may or may not look a lot like my normal do, but I just promise you, like a lot shorter in the back. So <laughs> that's what I was about to say. It looks a little tighter on the sides there, man. I dig it. You know? Yeah. Good, you know, it's good to keep your fade tight. You know what I mean? Well, you know, it was one of those things where I've been trying to be very, very careful during all the, uh, you know, the stay-at-home orders and things like that, and my hair was getting like really really long so when uh i had the opportunity to get my hair cut i talked to the person that does my hair and i said i want to be the first one when you're out of quarantine in and out face mask everything that and i said just clipper it just clipper it because that way if we have to go another three months i'll, I'll right maintain. absolutely sounds like my armageddon cut <laughs> you know? start off fresh because you know you're gonna have that fucking rick beard soon enough right I, I had it a couple times during quarantine. It was like, I just, cause like, I wanted to see like how, not how far it could go or stay at home. I guess I don't want to say quarantine, but during stay at home, I had it going a few times. Uh, I'm not going to lie. So nice. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Dirk, you're back. I am. The Thank world can hear your voice. I've known you a long time, Dirk Manning. How, how, how we, six years. years, if you call yeah, six years, but it feels like a lot longer. It's been a lifetime. It's been it, a lifetime in a lot of ways. It's been a long yeah. time. Long and, time. Uh, it's been quite an adventure. 2020, for me, was going to be a grand adventure. I had taken <clears> 2019 <throat> off, and I had all these cons planned. It was going to be very, very exciting. Yeah. Uh, and then a lot of stuff happened. 
you had a very, very interesting and excitingly controversial beginning to your year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A, lot of, a lot of things played out. A lot of things were said. A lot of stories. A lot of this. A lot of that. Uh, things went crazy. I don't want to get into it. I've been into it. I've discussed it. I've listened to it. I have formed my own opinions on the subject. And uh, I, as your longtime friend and someone with this platform, uh, thinks at the very, very least, you should uh, get to say your kind of final piece. And, you know, and then we can fucking talk some comic books and shit because, you know, yeah. as much as I love you and I know what I know and I have my own opinions and I formed my own judgment. Um, you know, I just think it's fair. I'm not going to also, I'm not just going to ignore the elephant in the room. And right. Uh, right. I, I can't do that because every time you've been on here, we've had an honest conversation and yeah. the show is about yeah. honest conversation, but without getting into it, I just, I want to give you your chance to kind of say your piece uh, before we move on with things. Yeah. February was the best of times and the worst of times. <laughs> you know, I'm sure we'll talk about this later, but um, I had a development deal uh, for one of my books announced in February. Um, but around that time, um, a lot of things were, were, were said about me online, you know, um, very quick, very sudden, very, I don't want to say orchestrated, but it was orchestrated. Um, and a lot of the things that said were true, but a lot weren't, you know, and um, what is true is that, you know, it became very evident to me, whether intentionally or not, that uh, I had, I had hurt, I had hurt some people in certain, not physically, you know, but I, I had hurt some people's, I, I, yeah, let me, let me be clear, you know, yeah, no, yeah. but I, I, I had, I had, I had, you know, hurt some people's feelings and um, there was some some talk and some, some kibitzing about that. And, and people decided to take their grievances public. Um, okay. You know, um, but I, I was and remain genuinely really sorry, you know, about that for, for what happened. Um, I know sorry is a very easy word to say, you know, and I know there's going to be people that due to their level of anger or hurt their own hurt, are may never believe that, but it's true, you know. Um, I uh, a lot of people uh, were very were very, you know. I I I, I you know I, I'd hurt their feelings. I, I I I you know, and that you know, and that sucks. You know, I I've I built a career out of trying to help people. You know, I mean, whether it be through the right or wrong columns doing panels at conventions, just, you know, being a supportive person and trying, trying to, to help people. So when this thing happened and when I found out about this kind of orchestrated movement or whatever to do this stuff, it really caught me off guard. And um, I decided to sit back and shut up and just hear what people had to say, you know, and, uh, and, uh, a lot of people like you, you know, I think a lot of people, you know, were very confused what was going on. I think I was confused what was going on, but I tried to sit back. I tried to listen and apologize and just keep my mouth shut and just hear what people had to say. But uh, again, what I found was there was stuff that was said that was true. 
but there was so much stuff that was not true. And then there was so much stuff that was blown out of proportion. And uh, I think a lot of people, I think my silence was misinterpreted. And I think that's my own fault as well. I can own that. But um, what ended up happening was things got really blown out of proportion. And I don't want to get into the details on this stuff. This was months ago now. And not that there's a, a statute on people's um, hurt feelings. Of course, of course. You know, but yeah. I want to give an example. Like something happened was um, a, a talent agency that I worked with, uh, Level Up Entertainment, issued a press release saying, you know, we're not going to work with Dirk Manning. We're not working with Dirk anymore. We're not, we're not connected with him. And all these people that were just dogpiling, you know, dogpiling the situation, like, yeah, well, you know, Dirk Manning, he, he got thrown out of conventions and his, this talent agency dropped him and this is the end of Dirk Manning conventions and blah, 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 which I don't know why anyone would really want to celebrate that, but okay. <laughs> you know, people were mad, I guess. So that did happen. Here is the, the full scenario. I do what, like 25, 30 shows a year. I've done that for. Is that all? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. I do a lot of shows. And uh, let's say that in the past six years, I've maybe done conservatively a uh, hundred shows. All right. That's pretty conservative. How many do you think level up booked for me? Take a guess, out of a hundred. No idea. <laughs> right one right one show ever and it just was a real, because i booked my own shows you know i'm a self-made sure. person sure but sure. it was this situation then where i see like yeah you know level up dropped them blah 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 and i'm like part of me wanted to say okay but they only booked me for one show ever and i got a really nice email from them saying hey you know we we've been at we when we've been on the road with you whether we booked you or not you know we we see how you are and stuff but we're just gonna we're just gonna end this like okay I, yeah 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 you know and it was like okay for the one show you ever booked me for okay well yeah that's not really the point <laughs> <But> <laughs> you know? i get what you're saying but i will i will say that um knowing you how i do uh-huh i know how difficult it must have been to keep your mouth shut <laughs> let people have their say yeah. And that was the right thing to do, right or wrong, whatever was true, whatever wasn't, don't compound the issue. Right. You know, if, if people have things to say, it's, it's, you know, they have every right to say and to express. And to, you know, to an, I, would, I would say to an extent, but I was willing just to let it ride. Well, you're going to get to a point where, yeah, you just can't pay attention to certain things. But uh, other than that, um, <clears throat> whatever truths you're talking about that did come out of this, I know that it caused you to reflect and you took a lot of time. That was very difficult. And I know it was a difficult time for you. God, and yeah. uh, I know that I learned a lot. Fact, and yeah. that's what, that's what I want to hear. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and you're right. I was confused. I've learned a lot since. So I'm not nearly as confused as I was. Yeah. Uh, I've learned quite a bit, but it was, yeah. of course it was a confusing time, right? You don't know what to do. And, yeah. uh, you know, but a lot of things have been sorted for me. So that's why you're here, because things have been sorted for me. And uh, I'm proud of you for taking that time, letting people have their say and learning something from the situation, whether true, whether false, doesn't yeah. matter. So these things happen. You have to self-reflect. You can't just be ignorant enough to think, 
okay, somebody's feelings are hurt. I can't not reflect on what I've done. Right. Well, right. Right. And, and I, I want to say too, you know, because it's been months and I've not publicly really spoken about this and we're live, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, I did learn a lot, you know, I, this is probably going to rub some people the wrong way, but I just need to be honest. I learned how people see me and I really had to take some time to reflect on how people see the Dirk Manning persona versus the fact that behind the persona, there is a person, you know? Yeah. And, and it was like one of those things where in a way, you know, it made me look back and realize, my God, I have almost 20 years in the game, you know? Mm -hmm. And there's a lot, I've grown up in public as a creator, right. you know, yeah. and a lot of people have grown up with me and a lot of people have taken my journey with me. And um, I think there's times when I let other people maybe control my narrative too much. I think there's times when I let the narrative control me too much. And uh, I, you know, and that's an easy thing to let happen. You know, it, really it, is, it is, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, you know, and, and again, it's not that, you know, but it's one of those things where it causes you to step back and, and reflect and, and realize, hey, you know, uh, is the tail wagging the dog or is the dog wagging the tail here? You right, know? right, right, right. And um, I'm just going to be transparent. I really learned a lot about my friends group and yeah. how people value friendship. Right. You know? um, yeah. I'm not going to do this, but if I were to make a list of like the people in my peer group and my and people who I've considered my friends who reached out versus who didn't who kind of kicked dirt on me and who didn't you know it was it was pretty yeah, it was pretty it, it was pretty enlightening <laughs> right, right right you know um I think a lot of people wanted answers um there was a couple people who I am especially close to that I reached out to some to this day haven't gotten back to me. Right. You know, and it's like, wow, I guess, I guess I just, I'm the type of guy that I'll go to war for somebody or if I got a problem, it's like, Hey, let's, let's iron this out. Right. But again, we talked about this the other day and sometimes it's a case of people needing even more time than you could expect to sort their shit out. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and sometimes people just don't know the whole situation. Right. And, and, you know, I'm a firm believer in putting yourself in other people's shoes. Yeah. yeah. You know, whether good, whether for bad, you have to think of the, if you're going to truly, yeah. you know, try to be a selfless person, you have to think of the others first and you may have to eat some shit once in a while. For oh, brother. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and, and again, I mean, I had to eat shit till I learned to like the taste. Right. But I will say with full transparency, it hurt. And sometimes it still hurts. And then some people who had very easy and direct access to me, kind of like jumping in on this a little bit and i'm like really i'm like you have my 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 phone number you know you you've slept at my house you've eaten at my table you you in the same amount of time it takes to publicly comment on this you could have just sent me a message or gave me a phone call or something but again it's just one of those things you just learn about and and how how people respond to things um right. 
and some of my some people involved as, as when we talked and and some perspective was gained on things one of my one of my dear one of my oldest friends actually that kind of didn't directly but kind of dogpiled a little bit um he actually said he goes uh i goes i'll be honest with you dirk he goes i um I've been involved with situations before where it blew back on me professionally. And I'll never forget this. He goes, what I did was cravenly and cowardly because I was scared of how this would impact my career. Right. And he said, I am sorry. He goes, I was a coward and I'm sorry. And that's when, again, I started to see how people see me and how people start to see this stuff. And I, I, there was a part of me that wanted him to wanted me to say to this guy who kind of broke down and his voice cracked, you know, he goes, I'm sorry. He goes, I was a coward. I'm sorry. And part of me wanted to say, then why don't you, part of my friends like, why don't you fucking go out there and say it online then? You just fucking, right. you know, kind of bagged me subtly, but you bagged me online. How about you come out online and should your, should your uh, apology be to the same level as your disrespect? But that's not me. You know, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not who I am. And we made amends and we made right. And he told me, oh, he that's goes, good. that's good. And, he, and, and, and yeah. he said, he goes, he goes, look, man, he goes, and this is what I've known a long, long time. And he said, things, I goes, I recognized because of what I did, things will not, may never be the same between us. And I said, brother, you apologized. And again, that's not to absolve me from making mistakes or handling things in a way that I shouldn't have handled them. But at the end of the day, Hey man, you were at a point where beyond him apologizing, you were probably fucking happy he was acknowledging you at the time. Right? <laughs> like, that, 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 that too. You know? That, so that, so that listen, too. I don't want to get too into all of this. No. And although I do really, really, really appreciate you, you know, talking about it. Yeah. And I know it's hard. And I know you got to yeah. eat some shit. And like you said, some stuff, you know, not true. Some stuff true. Makes you reflect. Either way, what yeah. I have seen... In talking to you and you have done something and I know how difficult it is for you to do this. Oh no. <laughs> you have, I think you've gained strength by trying to be a little bit more vulnerable at times. And you know, there was a time where just recently, a few minutes ago, you were talking about, you know, the Dirk persona and what lies behind it. There was a time when you did, you were so quite wrapped up in this that that would have never come out of your mouth. You know well, what I mean? You wouldn't I, even have wanted, like it would have felt weird for you to even talk about it then as well. I'm saying. third person. Yeah. Well, you know, here's you know the other I mean? thing. Here's the other thing too. I had a couple very dear friends that helped me handle this in the way I did. And, and Jay, I was like a, I was like a, a junkyard dog on a chain, man. I wanted to go in swinging. I want to say, here's my receipts. Here's my evidence. When people are telling blatant bullshit lies, just absolute garbage lies. I walked off a book from Dirk Manning. No, you didn't. Here's the, here's the, here's the email exchange or, or okay. this thing happened. No, it didn't. And, and I was showing like this tribunal of people who I'm not going to name um, the evidence to this stuff, you know, because I mean, in a way my career was on the line, you know, in, in some oh, yeah. ways. I it was questioning it. I was fully questioning it. I sure, was like, this is sure. getting crazy. And you know, it was, it was getting, and, and it was, and, yeah. and luckily, luckily I had evidence to demonstrate what's true and what's not. And, and, uh, 
But you're right. Those people were there for you, and that's the important thing. Right, right. Like right, I right, said, yeah. I've seen what you grow. So there you go. Dirk, I appreciate you. I appreciate you saying your piece. Uh, it's in your yeah. court now. You have loved you. Sorry, you have returned to the world. Um, oh, yeah. I'm going to say this th last th thing. Thanks for doing it through an elegant weapon, but yes. Yeah. And I want to say this last thing, that point I was going to make, and we'll, we'll move on, because there is so much better stuff to talk about moving forward. But to your point about that growth, I, I have, I've grown a lot through it. I've learned a lot through this, you know, and it's funny because right or wrong, too, is supposed to come out this year. And now I found so much more stuff to talk about, about handling yourself professionally when these things happen. But anyway, we'll get to that in a little bit. A friend of mine said to me that, you know, sometimes you become an object rather than a person when you when you when you only focus on your work for so long right and and i was a victim of that I, i'm a guy you know we talked a hundred times you know and i'm always about to work i'm always about to work and i'm very private i'm very private i just i'm a writer and as yeah. much as i put myself out there on the road and in interviews when we're done you, you've seen me off hours. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I'm just, I'm very thankful to, um, to SourcePoint for helping me through this and for the people that have helped me through it. I, I've learned a lot. Um, I'm going to be operating a lot differently moving forward. And um, I appreciate the people that took the time to think critically about a lot of stuff, I guess, at the end of the day. But again, man, like you said, we have so much... Well, here, check this. Good segue stuff to out. talk about. Check this fucking segue out. You ready for this shit? Yeah. What we got? You, like me, were ready for a big year of Comic Cons. When all the shit we just talked about hit. Yep. And then something very, very shortly after hit. And that was this yeah. fucking quarantine. So. Yeah. It's, and I have been talking, and I think I talked with every source pointer this week. We talked a little bit about the quarantine yep. and how I think a lot of us didn't realize how good for us a break would be and a recharge and, and the pressure off of, of the uh -huh. – as much as we love it and miss it, yeah. you know, it, it's not like we needed to get away. But I think this forced break is actually going to do a lot better in the in the in the long run as far as you know sustaining the love of it kind of thing for us yeah. at least you know for us who who live the con life mm -hmm. so so mm -hmm. other than you know having taken the time and dealt with everything we just talked about how has your quarantine been have you just dove into writing how have how have you taken advantage or not taken advantage of the time i think i went through those seven stages of was seven stages of grief on it a little bit right because, you know, my, my convention circuit started with Astronomicon 3 when we announced, which, again, I know we'll get to it, but when we announced the television uh, deal for Haunted High Odds. So, right. man, my year, this was going to be the, I was going to have three Kickstarters this year, C2E2, all this stuff. Then the unpleasantness happened. And then um, my grandfather, and again, this is, stuff I normally would never talk about, but it's relevant to your question. My, um, <clears throat> my grandfather who helped raise me went into hospice right. and uh, he was in Florida with the, my, my grandma and my grandpa are snowbirds. So they went to Florida and he entered hospice right before, C and right, he, he had to go into hospice services right before C2E2. And talk about learning and growth. 
I was torn on whether to go to C2E2 or to go to Florida to help my grandma get my grandpa situated to get him home. Right. Well, you did the right thing. <laughs> but I'll tell brother, I'm just going to be straight with you. I'm going to be straight with everybody listening. I was so wrapped up by all that bullshit going on that I wanted to be out there and I wanted to be able to talk to people about it. And I was so wrapped up in my work that I almost went to C2E2. Oh, that wouldn't have been a good idea. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, and it wouldn't be a good idea because my, gran my grandpa helped raise me, man. That is like, that, no, offense to, no offense to my dad, you know, but that's my, that's my grandpa's my dude. Yeah. And so I went to Florida and I helped get my grandma situated to get him back home because he obviously really, you know, right, he right. stayed in hospice and he was out of state and all this, I mean, this stuff that you don't even think about. And I remember talking to Travis about it and Travis is like, Dirk, go with your family man you know go yeah. but I'm like all oh, this shit's going on and it's gonna look like I'm running and I'm like and and he had to kind of grab me and shake me and he's like this Travis has matter. met my Travis, Travis yeah. has met my grandpa none you know, of this shit matters yeah. yeah 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 but but again talking about this break and having to kind of break away from all for a bit right right and again then there's other people chirping oh this is Dirk Manning is hiding blah 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 and I'm like I was ready to go to war again right but I would have been sacrificing my grand, you know, my time with my oh, grandma. Yeah, of course. So you talk about this break, not having done a show since February, and God, I hated missing C2E2. C2E2 is pound for pound my favorite show, my favorite big show, my favorite right. big show. I love right. C2E2. It was but, weird because um, that was when the, the fist pounding and stuff was just starting. Like that's our big, that was our biggest concern at C2E2 right? is most of the artists wouldn't shake your hand. That was right. the weirdest thing about the world. That that right, people are doing the elbows and stuff, right. Yeah. In the meantime, it's like I'm taking pictures of myself with palm trees just to push came to shove. Like, look, I am in Florida, right? Like, like Travis said, like, what are you going to do? Take a picture with a dying old man? He goes, get a grip. And once I got down there and I spent time with my grandma and my grandpa and I got them situated, it started dawn on me and I'm like, the hell is wrong with me, man? Right, yeah. I'm so wrapped up and i'm a workaholic anyway such a workaholic so this break has been very needed for my mental health you know i mean just in in reprioritizing and refocusing and recentering and realigning yourself absolutely um i've been doing a ton of writing you know um all of uh haunted high ons volume two is written excellent i've been doing a ton of work on the uh the pitch stuff for the potential television series. Uh, I've been working on uh, Hope Volume 2 stuff. Uh, I've been realigning Right or Wrong Volume 2. Uh, I signed a huge contract for a project that I can't really talk about publicly yet, but um, what may very well become the, maybe the biggest project I've ever done in regards to like, I'd use the word status, but status. Sure. Sure. Uh, you know, Twisted's a really big deal. This might even be this. This is on the level of like working with Twisted. That's exciting, uh, man. So, it's been and most importantly, um, you know, my grandpa goes into hospice. When so what's we'll he to do? The end of February. Hurry, <clears throat> we get him home. We get him situated, and my grandpa's just tough as a two dollar steak, man. You know, I mean, this is a guy that 
one time dropped a car on his hand and then lifted it up and pulled his hand out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot to unpack there, right? He, he, he put aloe heel in his hand, wrapped in duct tape, and kept working in front of me. Um, this is a, I mean, he's just old school tough, World War II boxer tough, you know? <laughs> right. Uh, old man Europe strength, right? just crazy <laughs> and um he used to snap two by four when we were working together one time i remember him snapping two by fours and just throwing them in a dumpster just crack crack over his knee crack and i'm like i'm in martial art you know i'm like you know like wait, yeah, those yeah. are treated those are treated <laughs> that's nuts you know? man yeah but he um he's still with me right now and and his hospice nurses and every nurse that's worked with him said that he has broken every rule there is about dying. And I'm spending a lot of time with him. I go see him, you know, uh, he can't really eat much at this point. I, uh, I take a milkshakes every time I go see him. Well, it's a nice, you're allowed to go there. see him, you know, a lot of people yeah, haven't yeah. been able to even. Yeah. Luckily, luckily there, we right? were, we were able to get him in a facility that, that in, one or two people at a time we can go visit with him so i get to go visit with him a couple times a week take my grandpa milkshakes you know hang out right recenter myself after everything that happened re reprioritize my life you know professionally and just like i said the break's been very very good for my mental health and uh i miss it i mean i have you probably can't wait well, can't probably see like all these boxes back here and like off oh, camera i see all plenty these in fact, Jason Ward really, really likes that Godzilla behind your head there. Oh, right on. Yeah, yeah. That's the spinner <laughs> rack that one day I will fill with all my own comics. It's getting close. But yeah, um, I have like a ton of stock. Like I stocked up for like the first half of the year. Right, right. Which then in turn, having stock, not selling the stock, I got to sell that stuff to release the new stuff. So that's pushed back my publishing schedule and everything else. But um, I may have a bunch of your shit because just before this happened i was gearing up for calgary and yep. toronto comic-con yeah so i got a fresh shipment of source point goodies i've got like three double diamond long boxes or three double diamond boxes right uh that i haven't even cracked because i was like why crack them like i all the shows are gone right and they're yeah. easier to store if they're already nicely right you know right, taped right. up and in the boxes but i think i might do a little unboxing soon now that things are starting to slowly uh get back to normal here and uh maybe help a yeah. few people get some source point in their hands but i may have a yeah. may have a few of your words in there you know maybe some hope maybe, perhaps maybe some haunted high on some source point <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad to hear that, you know, the time has been good and you've got, you're going to treasure this time with your pops, man. Like, and I, I, I don't want to cry, but yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. it's, it's been, it's been good. And even it's funny because when this started and we got him home and got him, he's an old farmer. So we got him home for a minute and then we got him put in the, the, the hospice facility. Um, even though when I was sitting on my schedule, I'm like, okay, I do a lot of conventions. So I'll go these days and these days to go see him because you know, my, my family's pretty tight knit and we all, no one, no one's going to ride alone, you know? So it's like, right. we all have different days. We go visit them. And, but even then I was initially building my visitation days around conventions and 
<laughs> it's embarrassing to say now that like that's how I was thinking. You know, like okay, I can't go see him on weekends because I'm gonna be on the road. And mind you, man, that's what that's what Grandpa would want. Um, when I write Right or Wrong Volume Two, and it's been like this since before this happened, Right or Wrong Two is gonna be modeled a lot around what my grandfather, my grandpa taught me. So everyone who reads Right or Wrong Two is gonna learn a lot about this guy. And I know he would rather me be out there making money and working and stuff like that and building my brand out. But like you said, at the end of the day, it's like being there and, yeah, you, got you know, holding his hand and yeah, bringing yes. him milkshakes. That's Fair a bit for him. Absolutely, that's what, that's, right? that's what's yeah. important. That's for what's sure, important. Man, sure. And it just took this break, that yeah. hard stop to get there and reevaluate. Am I looking forward to getting back on the road? Hell yes. So I was going to ask you, like, where's your head at as far as, okay, source point, mm -hmm. Travis McIntyre and, and, and the clan, you know, grinders. Source point, as, as great as it is to every place that it's gotten and the level it is now and the size that it is now, it started off the grind. It's always existed on the grind. Creators putting their books in, in people's hands. Hand selling, right. And, and, you know, direct sales right to your fucking face. Yeah. In your face. And or half a face. That went away. Nice. <laughs> that, that, like many other things, went away. It's gone. So what do you do? And you take some shots. And if you're Soros Point Press, you take some risks. You move yeah. some money you, that was going to be used for this and maybe try that. Mm -hmm. And some things were tried and some things worked out pretty darn good. And I think the secret of it all was somehow everybody was able to carry that family con life atmosphere onto the internet. Uh, whether it be through Facebook and the Soros Point auctions and Josh's beautiful face or, you know, whatever. Through all these, there's so many, everybody's interviewing everybody now. Everybody's on the Zoom kick. Everybody's, you know, right, got shows right, and stuff. Right. And, uh, you know, it's great. It's fun. It made me kind of weird in the beginning. I was like, why is everybody doing what I do all of a sudden? Right. <laughs> then I realized, like, after a couple of weeks, I was kind of like, you know what? They're not. It's all kind of, and I don't mean any disrespect for this. This is how it works in journalism. It, and, and it's a lot of the same types of questions and the same lines of questioning. Right. And you know this. The show's always been a fucking bullshit, you know talk them up good time right and right. Uh, i don't prepare a goddamn thing before we get on this show no and uh and that's what i realized was missing i was like okay now it's time to get back on there now yeah. it's time to get myself a zoom account and, uh, and 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 see what i can add to the conversation mm -hmm. so uh you know that's kind of what i got into and uh i had to adjust the way i did things and source point adjusted and source point even things have worked out so well i know if if we when, even once we get over this they're going to continue a lot of the new practices and yeah. so where are you trying to kind of evolve you thinking up some new practices or are you just kind of hunkering down and waiting to get back to the grind that you know so well you know it's been interesting because again i'm really moving forward rather than looking back but I took some time to kind of really reflect on things and kind of get my head straight on stuff. And I went to Travis and I said, look, man, I want to do one of the live auctions. And uh, he's like, okay, all right. You know, I mean, I, I, I bring a certain je ne sais quoi to what I do. <laughs> you sure do. And um, 
it's funny because you know working with working with and again talking about this family this hustle when twisted found out i was doing a live auction they got a hold of me and they said hey you're doing these live auctions and they're like yeah and they were pissed like why didn't you tell us we could help you out and i'm like you guys are busy too we're all and they said no no so like jamie madrox did right a sketch <laughs> twisted <laughs> magic ninja those guys are they're part of the family and they really yeah, still, they talk about even, family even, even jamie and paul aren't busy right now <laughs> right but they, they released a surprise album you know but oh, again, shit, really? yeah, they, they dropped a surprise album on 420 called uh, Bad Season, which is incredible. And they did the album in quarantine and shot like the video in their own homes and spliced them together and all this. That's cool. I got to catch up on that. These guys in the middle of, of getting ready to release a surprise album found out that I was going to go on the Source Point auction and were pissed. I didn't tell them sooner and Jamie like did a sketch cover and gave it to me to put on the live auction That's and they sweet. donated some stuff. So yeah, like I went on the live auction and I'm just saying, and I'm saying this is like a challenge to my peers. We doubled the highest amount ever raised on a source point live auction when I went on there and it was fun. It was cool. So then of course that makes me think as a person, what can I do? Maybe I right, should right. start. And I've really decided I'm doing some mail order stuff for people here and there, but I have not yet done any online, like advertised online sales, really. I just kind of let people know, hey, if I'm not going to see you and you want some books, email me, message me, and I'll, I'll hook you. We'll make it happen. Uh, but I've more been in the hunker down mode um, and really, really just looking at this fall, kind of rising out of the depths like, like, like Godzilla, you, you know. Host, uh, you got the host, host, do you? And just coming out hard, coming out swinging again. Is New York still on potentially, or have they canceled yet? New York's still on for the moment. Cool. I, I know. Like on the line, man. Like, well, okay, like, here, let me get your account then, because I've gotten most people's accounts that I've talked to. Uh, and the confusing thing about the states is there's no reliable data or information for any direction that i can see so right. how is uh ohio like how is uh what are the numbers what are the rates how are we doing are we feeling safe are we feeling is there a curve flattened you know do you, you, do you, you even know do you even trust your own numbers you I'm look at you look at like ohio right michigan now. indiana and all that this whole area which is kind of like prime dirk manning stomping ground it's tough because I don't want to get all political and tinfoil hat me about it, but I'm just staying inside, quite yeah, frankly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, I'll do like, I'll go like on a shopping trip once every two weeks, right. and I'm playing human Pac Man. You know, I got my mask on and stuff, which again isn't really a stretch for me to have the mask. I get to live the gimmick, you know, right, right. right. And uh, I'll be like, I got my list and like, half hour tops i'm in and out of the grocery store and uh i'll be going down an aisle if i see a person i'm like buck, 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 no, 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 and just go around I'm like man i don't even go down an aisle someone's there i'm like out so i kept thinking and then you know like seattle got pushed to august i'm like okay we'll probably I'll do it in august now it's like yeah so now I, we're looking at like is new york comic-con going to be the return to form you know, Grand Rapids Comic Con yeah. up in November. Great I show. Cherry I don't think Fan Expo has officially canceled in September yet, but yeah, we're not banking on it. You know, Seafoam? we 
C4 is Halloween weekend now in Traverse City up in, you know, up in, up in northern Michigan. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, well, Philly. Philly's supposed to be in September. But here's the thing, dude. I, Canada is freaked the fuck out right now. And because we got on things, our governments came together. They came out with a plan, conservatives right. and liberals. Like, we're all shocked. Like, Doug Ford, uh, Rob Ford's brother, he's yeah. the premier of my province, Ontario, right? And he's conservative as hell, and he was having a big fight with the teachers and didn't want to pay him, all that conservative nonsense, you know? And, man, did he step up during this thing. He was comforting. He was knowledgeable. He was, <clears throat> it was, it was incredible. Like people can't even believe it. Right. Like he'll probably step to the federal level now. And you know, everybody, you know, not everybody loves Trudeau, but they came out, they had a plan and they set the whole country up for four months. They were like, Hey, we know you're all going to get laid off. Everybody's going to hunker down two grand a month for four months. That's what you all get. Not everybody, just the people affected by it. Right. Cause like I'm an essential worker. I kept working. So I didn't get nothing. But uh, everybody in, in Canada was able to kind of say, okay, four months. That's our fucking window. We can all hunker down for that. We had a time frame. We had right. a plan, right? And we right. didn't have to worry. Like businesses, it's going to be hard. People will probably go bankrupt. It will happen. But yeah. Yeah. not as nearly as bad as it could have been. So there we go. Where I think you guys, like there was never a plan. There's no co cohesiveness. So we close the borders and I guarantee you that's going to be the very, very last thing that Canada does <laughs> to, to open up. And I promise you that's going to be the last thing. I may potentially not be at a, an American show for the next year and a half, two years. It could potentially, like, depending on your guys' second wave or if that happens. It may not. I really hope it doesn't. But I don't, that's, that's the uncertainty of this whole situation. Eh? Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's tough because, you know, I'm anxious to get back on the road. I'm anxious to start getting back to work in that regard. But safety first, you know. Like I said, I mean, my grandpa, my grandpa's hanging on. Right, right. You know, I mean, I'm not. I don't want to endanger that. I don't want to speed it up, you know, uh, speed up what he's got going on to a natural degree, but it's going to be interesting, you know? Um, and a lot of people are just talking about taking 2020 off, but again, to me, supporting conventions is also important to me. Absolutely. Supporting the C4s. And as funny as this may sound, supporting the New York comic con, uh, obviously, I have a different. But you also effect. want to support a good decision, and I'm sorry, but any comic right. on in the next six to eight months is probably not a good decision, right? Like, right, 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 and that's it. And it's tricky because again, I have a different ripple at a C4 or a Grand Rapids than I would like at a New York or an Emerald City. Right. But I mean, and again, man, I mean, I put butts in seats, and I show yeah. up. And I promote, and I work, and I'm. But an I mean, you the being guns. the personality that you are could really build something cool online that you haven't before in these situations. Mm -hmm. That's got to be an exciting prospect too. And but that see, and like, that's, like the auction. Did how did you enjoy the auction? Do you, I loved you know, it yourself. Yeah, loved yeah. it. My yeah. my grandpa was an auctioneer. So <laughs> no way, really. <laughs> he did. He was a farmer, and he did use the auction. So to me, oh, I was like. Great. I, when I when I got there, I told Josh, you know, I'm like, man, look, I said, we're going to blow this up. Get ready. Get ready. And we did. But 
the thing is, and this is what I was talking about, about how I, I bring a certain wavering amount of value to a convention. What does that do to my relationship to conventions if I start going into business for myself? Well, yeah, but your health is the be the most important business. Right, 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 right. No, you're right, yeah. which is why I've been sitting on my hands on this. I know a lot of people are doing like live sales every week and blah, blah, blah. This Sunday, I'm doing Garage Con with uh, uh, partnership yeah. with Nexus 419 and yeah, with uh, yeah. C4. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll probably sell some stuff on there. I'll do stuff for the live auction. I will donate stuff out of my library to support SourcePoint because they're a phenomenal publisher. They've done a lot to support me. Cool. Um, if this goes on past long, a lot longer, like I said, my plan right now is still in the fall to return to form and, and I guess in a new form in a way, but right, right. You know, meet the, meet the, meet the, meet the, the, the new Dirk, same as the old Dirk, different haircut. No, but you know, um, no, uh, <laughs> that'll be the line someone will use against me now. No, but I, I guess I'm just taking the time to sit back and decide what that's going to look like. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, I was supposed to run three Kickstarters this year. Right, right, right. I've run none. Yeah, and it's, it's not be weird. And, 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 well, a lot of it, I, I, I do my own thing. And I could do my own Kickstarter and do everything just fine. But people are hurting. And to me, I just, it hasn't felt right. Yeah, By the curious. fall, yeah, I'm going to yeah. be ready to go, man. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah. It's like that's it. It, it. Hibernation is over, and we're going to start doing some. We're going to start doing some stuff. But right now, in your in your honor, I got myself an evil genius kitty. Oh, nice, nice. So listen, I meant to tell you something earlier. Yeah. And I want to apologize to the folks out there, but it might have been this little fucker right here. If this is. Oh, that's here. right. That's right. Yeah. So this is what happened. Is we start because we started about a half hour late. Yeah, we started late, and I apologize. And I couldn't figure out what the hell was going on. I still don't know what happened, but I've got right up here is a windowsill. And this is a okay. new setup for me in this area. I was going to say, yeah, this so looks really I'm, nice. Yeah, I'm still getting used to it, right? Like, that's just my drafting drawing table behind me and some stuff. Right. And, uh, but, you know, it's nice in the day the sunlight comes through here and I get better sure. lighting because I got screwed where, you know, how every webcam on the internet sold out, like any decent one. I'm stuck with my 10 year old C170 Logitech, right? So I have to use low light because the light is just, it doesn't, it, it's shit, right? So uh, the cats have taken to being up on this windowsill and I, I, I forgot about the fact that they gotta get down. So they've been actually jumping onto my laptop, which is right here. And I'm not used to having to close it because it's not usually in a place that the cats bother with, right? Right, right. So what I, and plus I caught one of them lying and, you know, cats like to lie on your keyboard because it's a warm spot, right? Okay. But I caught one of them earlier jumping off the windowsill onto the laptop. So I think that's what happened. I think they were jumping on my laptop and lying on my laptop and caused some settings to go off. And I still don't know which ones. Like magic cats. Yeah, because like we were trying to talk and like yeah. the speaker wasn't working. My, my and... computer was not reading any of my speakers, so I didn't understand it. So what I did was I literally had to, uh, oh, Sam Noir. What's up, buddy? Um, I know. I just went to go look at the, the comments here. Was going... Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, there's lots of good comments. 
Um, thanks for hanging out, kids. What was I just saying, though? Um, the cat. The, the pesky cat. Oh, yeah. So I actually literally did like a system restore to earlier in the day. Like I, I had to go that far to get it back to the settings it was at. So I did that and it pulled through. So thanks for sticking it out with us, kids. Greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, Dirk, what have you been enjoying? I, I know you're doing a lot of writing mostly and stuff. Yeah. But you, you know, we all have so much time. You must have taken the time to be enjoying something, reading something, watching something. Something cool must have come along. You know... Oh, hold on. I put the volume on this. I have not been watching nearly as much TV and movies as I thought I would. Um, because, you know, again, I, I'm, I'm just writing. I've never been a big TV watcher anyway. Um, but I've been getting, I finally been taking some time to read some things I wanted to read. Uh, I've finally gotten into some Caitlin Kiernan writing. Uh, Houses Under the Sea, her her mythos anthology, uh, it's been really good. Um, I finished the first season of What We Do in the Shadows. That was nice. I watched like the first episode, and I didn't get a chance to keep going, but I hear it's brilliant. Yes, it's uh, it's good. You know, um, I've heard the second season is even a lot better, okay. but it was entertaining. Um, so I finally watched first season of that. Um, I've just not been watching a lot. I've mainly been reading and writing, man, you know, because to me, that that's what I, I love to do more than is write, you know. Sure, so, sure, and, sure. And Are you staying so, healthy? Are you eating well? Are you getting any exercise in? Uh, a lot I of have, people uh, are going I, one way or the other. A lot of people are going Jabba the Hutt, and a lot of people <laughs> are going Salacious Crumb, so. Yeah, no, um, I have... Um, I don't know. You tell me. I mean, I've been you look no, I'm, good. You look, I look all right. Last time I saw you, you had slimmed down a bit. You'd been looking good like the last time or two that I saw you, right? Yeah, I've been not, trying. I, not I, 30 pounds down good. I know. Jesus criminy, dude. It's like, I don't know. There's gonna be nothing left of you when I see you. That's what my mom keeps saying. She gave me some shit because I went over there the other day and she was like, you're too skinny. And I got the whole like. Yeah. When I saw you get down to like, 155, yeah, I was man. like. Jesus, like I could bench press you with one arm at this point, you know. It's like I'm afraid if I give you a hug when That's I see you. The first thing Stan you. said, I uh, I texted Stan, and or I think it might have been a comment on the thing when I said, uh, "I'm down, yeah, I'm down to 155." Or, and Stan Kanapka, uh, he said, all he said was, "I can bench press you." <laughs> yeah, I dude, bro, legit, I could bench press you with one arm. I could pick you up by your belt and just probably like, lift you and like spin you you know i'm a tree climber it's easy for me to get to that mode i just haven't done it in a long time and i was like fuck i'm bored i'm gonna run do this and that yeah see my my thing has always been if you ever see me running you better run too in the same direction you know (laughs) but but i I do the elliptical i i do that Um, i got a glider the old do you know who tony little is yeah. Do you remember Tony Little yeah. with the blonde ponytail and the yeah, glider? The little, he was kind of like buff, like yeah. kind of like medium. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't little, sure if he. Fucking... I couldn't remember if he was just Canadian or not. No, but, no, but no. You no. remember? You can't, okay. you can't just. You can't. You can't totally steal Tony Little. Okay, good. I I found here in the basement, in the back, like basement, like furnace basement area, a fucking Tony Little gazelle glider. How like is the, it? The thing. It's mm-hmm. there's no resistance, so it takes like a half an hour for a drop of sweat 
Right. If you want to burn off a quick 60, 100 calories while you're watching a TV show, at least keep your body moving. It, it's not bad for that. It's low impact. And I have Did you say 1,600? No, 60 to 100 calories. Oh, I was, was like, right. how fast are you running? Yeah, no, 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 no. But like, no wonder you're down to 155, you prick. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, no, I do the elliptical, and that's when I watch television is on the elliptical. Right. It's so easy you know? when you're just watching shit, right? Well, it, it, and like to me, and I've told a bunch of my buddies this to the point that they probably get annoyed with me, where I'm like, the key I found, because... I started to get too heavy for a while. Being on the road, when I started doing 30 shows a year, eating on the road all the time, writing is sedentary, you're always sitting, you know. I, I just started slowly like blowing up a little bit and I was too heavy. Right. So I found like, I always lamented the fact that there's all these TV shows I never have time to watch. Cause if I, I'm, the, I'm, a, I'm a story guy. Right. If I'm gonna watch television, I'm going to watch it. One of the reasons I watch pro wrestling is I can have it on the background and kind of watch it when I'm writing or doing whatever. So I would find, I tell people, find a show you really want to watch, like on Netflix or Hulu or Amazon, whatever, uh, Amazon Prime, whatever you do. I said, but make it that you only can watch it on the elliptical or when you're working out. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, so like yeah. that's how I did Sons that's of Anarchy. Your treat, so Dr. Yeah, Who. yeah. Your treat for doing that. Absolutely. And yeah. and it's your motivation because like, oh, I want to see the next episode. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm proud of you for watching some Doctor Who, by the way. I yeah, I didn't I haven't watched the last I haven't seen the Jody Whitaker stuff yet, but yeah, I'd never seen Doctor Who and I finally watched all of it on the elliptical up to I just Jody Whitaker is not on any streaming service I have, but I don't know. I've been doing all right there. I mean, I've been I'd like to think I'm staying fairly consistent. Um, you know, you always have certain goals, you got plateaus you want to get down to, and then you kind of you, you sit at a certain plateau for a while. And then, of course, you got to have like like Fat Boy Fun Day. Like full disclosure, when I was waiting for us to go online, I was eating some cookie dough. Oh, it's cheat day for me too, dude. I just gorged on uh, stuff, yeah. crazy bread and pizza and M&M yeah, yeah, and chocolate yeah, yeah, bar. Yeah. yeah, Friday's cheat day. Fuck it. It's it's big snacks for the boy day. You know? I call it I call it Fat Boy Fun Day. Nice. But I also That's funny, Aaron. Aaron at work with her like coworkers, they had yeah. Fat Fuck Tuesday. <laughs> See, but I don't I have always said, you know, you have to enjoy the ride. It's like if I want pizza, I'm getting pizza. Yeah. If I want ice cream, I'm gonna go eat some ice cream. Dude, calorie count, it doesn't matter what you eat, it matters how much of it you eat. That's exactly. all that matters, man. That's exactly. why I can have a Big Mac if I cannot eat anything. For, exactly. You know, I mean, you gotta watch time. your cholesterol and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how yeah. old are we, man? We're sitting here talking about cholesterol. I know, crazy. So not look, okay. This is, this is what we have to do right now, because I am so proud of you. Oh no. Because you this is just uh, it's the most you you've ever been on this show. And I so appreciate it. And we have just spent pretty much just about an hour talking about things. Oh. And, and none <laughs> I of them were your fucking comic books, man. Which is yeah. which is a new thing for us. And I'm I'm totally yeah. fine with it because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's it's always you, and, and for those of you listening or watching, Jay and I have had this thing for six years now. And looking back, I've learned that you have been right to always bust my chops. About when I get on, I'm laser focused. I'm talking about books. I'm talking about my work. And then you and I would like talk off the air for like two hours just bullshitting. You're like, why don't you do that on the show? I'm like, because yes. I'm working, because I'm working, because yes. I'm working. Yes. So 
Well, this was a different situation because normally and happily you hit me up when you've got shit coming out. And I'm like, absolutely. Let's fucking chat it up. But this was Source Point Press Week. This was of my making. Uh, and yeah. I wanted it to be Heavy Hitters Week. And I wanted it to be Old Friends Week. And I wanted to give you that chance to uh, come back to the world. And uh, now your face is out there. You've said your piece. Uh, and uh, the last time it's, it's all up come to up. you. There you go. Right. So uh, now we can get on with things. Um, do pay attention, kids, for hope and haunted high ons. Uh, give, uh, give you, uh, I'll give you one minute here. Go back to old Dirk Styles and spew out everything that's happening quick. You got a minute, go. I, I, I got to get back. I'm not that guy anymore. I, I'm well, recharging. That's pretty much fresh, it, though, right? Right now is we're focused. You know. Uh, right. No. Um. All right. Let me. I'll get. I'm gonna give some. Let me give some teasers because people can listen to all this stuff. Haunted high ends volume two. Uh, I'm trying to think of something I haven't told anybody. Four issue miniseries, fully written, Curse of the Green Book, Twisted in New Orleans. I'm really has some of my about that. favorites. Yeah. Mariana Pescosta has started illustrating it. Dude, it is. I wanted to go in and do a four issue type story arc. Uh, Voodoo King, Voodoo Queen. Right. Just, it's really fun. Right. Hope volume two, I have outlined it. I'm going to be having discussions moving forward on that when I work on that a little bit more. Um, Drina's pointing out re-volume five here. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. Re, uh, uh, well, I'm going to say Hope volume two is going to be very different than volume one, but I, we've set a really high bar with Hope volume one. Hope volume two, I think, is going to, I have to at least meet it, if not top it. I think it's going to top it. Right, you know, right. The, the cliffhanger thing to Hope Volume 1 like blew people's minds. Hope Volume 2 right, is going to be even right. crazy. Do you have anything in pre-order right now? Not yet, because again, okay. I'm, I'm kind of and waiting yes. until the fall. Jason but Ward, we, you're off the hook. Jason Ward is our number one fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever he hears about these things. And last night, while we were on the air, he pre-ordered uh, Nora Volume 2. Okay, well, right on. Yeah, yeah. So that's so, listen to this the entire run of this show, all episodes, in like two months. Like every day on the, way, treat, on the way to work and on the way back, like every day. He's a fucking trooper. So Jay's heard then the evolution of Dirk Manning over the years. Uh, he would have. Yeah. Jay, yeah. give a comment there. But Jay's actually quite the artist himself. And now he's actually got some stuff coming out. So we're going to get him on the show as we were talking about awesome. yesterday. But sorry to interrupt that. No, uh, no, that's cool, man. I'm really excited about the the whole New Orleans setting. Oh, dude. Seeing the guys in that environment. Oh, I'm, dude. It's, it's fun. That. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and and Drina Joe is editing Haunted Hyatt. Drina Joe is also going to be the full editor on um, Hope Volume Two. She went in and did the edits on the collection of uh, the first volume, and uh, she's going to be editor on Hope Volume Two. We will finally have a mother on the book about a mom. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, but Re Volume Five, my my uh, return is going to be the Re Omnibus Tales Mystery Omnibus, which is going to be volumes one through four. And then Tales Mystery Volume 5, all dropping in October, probably on Kickstarter. Cool. And Tales Mystery Volume 5 is the first volume of Act 2 of the series. Austin McKinley is illustrating that right now. And the pitch on this one is, people that have read Mystery know that the end of Volume one, volume 4, the end of Act 1, when Re kind of wake, re-enters the world now, the world of that series is very different and it's reacclimating to this new world he finds himself in. And the setup on this one is basically Mr. E versus a real satanic heavy metal band. 
So I'm getting to kind of mix my love of music with re. Austin McKinley is a guy who I've worked with a lot over the years. This is the first long form project we've done together. He is killing it. That's great. I mean, I, I've been blessed to work with really good artists on Mr. Ree, and, and Mr. Ree really attracts and brings out some, I think, really high caliber work out of people. Right. And Austin is just, he's the guy for this book, man. I, I always knew that when I got to this volume, it was going to be one of two people. Here he, he uh, Austin McKinley himself says, uh, well, not right now, but earlier today, yes. Yes, early. <laughs> yeah, we Austin is just rocking it, and um, right on. We have to get Austin. Why don't you bring Austin on the goddamn show sometime then? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Austin, I come on the goddamn on, show. We'll talk to Austin. We'll get the where's Austin out of. Now, uh, well, you know, it's funny you mention that, and then I'm going to call you out on something. When I went in February to go see, and Austin doesn't even know this. When I went to go see my grandpa, right before C two, when C two was happening uh, in Florida. I literally just packed a backpack, bro. I went to the airport. I jumped on a plane and flew down there. I got to the airport. I got a rental car when I was there and then drove to my grandpa's. Driving back, I'm driving, and I'm not going to say where, but I see one of those big water towers with a sign on it. Right. And I'm like, God damn, I go, that's where Austin lives. <laughs> like, I was wow. like, I was like a half hour from you, Austin, and I didn't even know it. So, Austin, I apologize. Obviously, the circumstances were not great, but I didn't even know that I was like a half hour from from Austin, who's one of my oldest friends in comics. But it was like, I was driving and like, I took a picture of it. And I wanted to send it to him and then just didn't get to it. But I will send it to you tonight, Austin. But uh, no, this is something I'm, I'm going to tell you, you know, you were like, oh, we'll get Austin on the show. Austin's his own dude, man. Get a hold of him. Get him on the show. Because one thing that I found That's what I was. Meant. <laughs> what? That's what I meant, basically. I know. But it's funny because. Austin, I'll hit you up or send me here. You know what? No, you guys Fuck would have this. a phenomenal. Austin is a, an artist, a filmmaker. I mean, he does everything. Back, he's, he's incredible. Right but one of the things I learned about and never taking time to reflect on is that perception of not to get too heavy again, but that perception of power and that perception of dynamic of relationships. And so I've been very cautious about that now. And I've always been one to say, so-and-so is never my artist. You know, they're an artist I'm working with, you know, right, right, but, right. uh, so I apologize. I got hyper vigilant and I apologize. That's all right. But yeah, Austin is crushing it on refive. So refive will be in October, right around to be next year. The Adventures of Cthulhu Jr. Uh, is going to be next year. I mean, like I said, I'm just using this time. I've really taken some time to kind of get myself together, handle my my situation. Right. With, uh, and now just come fall, game on, friends. Game gets, Hopefully. it's going to be nonstop. <laughs> We're going to be, it's going to be nonstop. It's very, very exciting stuff, man. Uh, I'm Thank very, you. very, very happy for it all to continue, and hopefully it all comes back, man. Cause, uh, I, I, I think it will, you know. Um, eventually, yeah. Uh, you know, it will. It, it, it takes time, and, you know, um, I'm, I'm grateful in a way that I've had to take this time to sit back and reset things. You, like you even said, you've noticed a difference in me. I just feel better. And uh, good, 
you know, you're very happy the, to hear it. My friend. Yeah. You know, with the quarantine yeah. and everything you got to kind of, or with the, the pandemic, you have to take the time to look at the positive. And, and I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot about myself during this time. I've learned a lot about my friends during this time, my, my personal professional relationships. And I just, I feel lighter. I feel better. I just feel like, I feel like myself again, you know, and I'm ready to go, man. And, and I've been very grateful that, that source point, um, has had my back during this. Uh, again, I'm not going to get into the dynamics of the person, the professional side, but you know, we've had a lot of talks about moving forward and what that's going to mean. And um, right now, I'm just gearing up to come fall, man. Come fall, we're just gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna start moving forward again. Leave it to Aaron Castle to join just as we're about to say goodbye. Oh, Aaron, you got your trust in time. I think her joining might be a hint that I got some kids to go deal I with. I think that's the key. I think she jumped on the live stream to say, hey, um, no, I'm, boys. I'm sure she jumped on to say hello, and I'm sure she misses you. As, as do I, I brother. You, Aaron. As do I. Um, everybody, get online and check out Dirk, because it's it's a it's a party. She says hi, Dirk. I see. I'm gonna heart that. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a little hug emoji. Let's right give it, there. Oh, I'll give it a hug emoji too. Well, you know what? Then I'm gonna give it a heart emoji. <laughs> <laughs> I double your heart emoji and yeah. praise you. All that talk about reflection, and there you go. Now listen, uh, I'm, no. gonna, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a, a little bit of the thunder away um, from the yeah. Dirk Manning world because uh, Drina Joe. Yes. Right here, um, editor extraordinary man. What what a power orders right now? Uh, yes, dude. Of Drina Joe mm -hmm. and the world. I hope you're ready for broken gargoyles. Oh my uh, gosh! Dan Yak, Bob Sally, edited yep. by Drina Joe. Yep. I've had the pleasure to indulge myself in this in this comic book, and it's yeah, fucking wonderful. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on record saying, Bob is. I've known Bob pre-Source Point. I've known Bob a long time, and, and Bob and I even talked about Broken Gargoyles way back in the day. And when you have Bob on, you guys can talk about that story to his degree of comfort. But I have known Bob as a creator for a long time, and I think him working with Stan and with Drina Joe on Broken Gargoyles, Ogre obviously did really well for Bob, and Ogre's a good book. Ogre's a really good book. Brilliant book. Sean motherfucking daily. I know you got your Canadian hook up there. <laughs> but here's the thing. Broken Gargoyles is going to not only be a breakout book for Bob to take him to that next level. It's going to be a breakout book for Source Point. Oh, I, it's, a, it's a level up. I said level it right up. Away. It's a level I up. It, I was like, this is okay. This is a new player in the ball game. This is as good as any. And not saying everything else hasn't been great. No, no, I'm not saying that at all. But this is as good as anything. And I hope I'm not yeah. overblowing it. Maybe I, I always get nervous. I do that because I get no, so excitable. No, no. But it's it's as good as anything out there. And it's yeah. it's you know, Bob has really matured as a writer over the years, and he's found this balance uh, between you know. Uh, his story, his dialogue, his appreciate. He he is a writer who has so learned to appreciate the art and let lets the art tell its story. And he's gotten really good at knowing when to, you know, stick his piece in there, right? And it's just great. And I just absolutely love it. 
Um, so I'm very, very excited. So wait, well, uh, get in there. Pre-order, uh, Jason Ward. I'm just going to assume that you've pre-ordered. Yeah, do anybody. You gotta, and, and here's the other thing, too. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the elder statesman guy here because, again, having almost 20 years in the game, I think it's really cool that several of the source point creators are now starting to embrace working with editors. And I think we're going to continue. We all know best at this point. I think it's a source point. I think it's now that's, that's source point. You know, that's just protocol. It's getting there, but you know, but again, it's one of those things where when we all start, none of us wants one, but, and again, you know, I'm, I don't want to, I mean, I, I work, you know, Dream and Joe's working with me on Hope 2, working with me on Re5, works with me on Haunted High On. And we have, and there's, you know, I've worked with Lee Letterman, phenomenal editor. I've worked with her for a long time as well. Uh, you know, Leah's doing Cthulhu Jr. with me. But the power that comes with recognizing getting a professional editor on your book and how a good editor helps you tell the story the way you best want to tell it. Yeah. And it's part of that leveling up that, that guys like that Bob is doing and you're seeing the result broken again, broken gargoyles. I got my, I got advanced copy right over there, man. Game changing stuff. Hey, you know, those boxes. So, so there have been issues printed at this point. Yeah. I, I got those boxes back there that I was Dude, talking You got to check them out, man. You might have some gold in there. If I've got right. <laughs> you may have hey, some gold. Hey. I told Bob, I told Bob, I want a copy of every, variant even i'm such a fan of this book i mean it's and again yeah, yeah. that's no disrespect to many of the other great books that source prints coming out i've done great know. books with but them as well is, this is special this but is broken gargoyles this yeah. is the book that's going to just i think this book's going to catch people off guard you know i think there's some really brilliant stuff coming up soon it is uh i want to send uh shout outs to julie ahern she's julie been, uh, hi she's been I know. in and on the party all night long as has jason ward uh yeah. hey mark Frankel, what's going on brother? um oh you know what to be fair well i don't know if i'm allowed to talk about that other thing yet but but keep your eyes on it. what julie and i might have in the cooker here we well i guess it's not a secret we were going to launch a mystery game but a year yeah, we knew back. about that we've yeah, there's been plenty. We've talked about that. Yeah. What and what happened to that actually? Well, we we pulled it back. Uh we pulled it back because I had so many kickstarters going at that point, you know, that we we pulled back and uh you know, like this global pandemic and stuff got in the way. Right. But we, you know, I Julie's been doing amazing stuff over at Greenbrier and uh, news coming on that soon as well. I might Woo! just have an, have an email in my box right now. Like I said, man, this fall, I've been sitting back. I've been purposely not engaging my, my readership in a financial fashion, but come fall and in the next year, right on. I, it's, it's going to be time. I've just taken some time for me, but then, you know, and the I'm right. I'm getting, I'm getting ready to, I just feel better. I'm getting ready well, to get Well, I'm to very, very proud to have been here to help take your muzzle off. <laughs> and uh, fly, yeah. people you know, you fly. Yeah. And uh, it's great to have you here. It always is, brother. You know, you're welcome back any, any time. And I appreciate the, uh, I appreciate the honesty. And, uh, yeah, you know, and I appreciate, uh, you know, the way you've gone about it all. And I know you're going to come out of this uh, better on the other side, man. I'd and, like to, uh, I'd like to think I have, you know, yeah. uh, obviously there's always going to be, 
we always just got to reflect. We always got to evaluate. And at the end of the day, the one consistent is I want to continue to make the focus my work. Right. And that is going to be something moving forward again is I want to keep the focus on my work again and not, not get caught up in a lot of just the, the crazy. You got a life to live, man. You got a life to live. Get on with living it, right? Well, you know, just, you know, more stuff to do, right? There's, but there's stuff to do. There's work to do. And just, you know, I, no one cares. Work harder. Right. I say, uh, I say it all the time. You're exa- but that's exactly right. Just time to get back to time to get back to work. So thank you. This has been real good talking to you too, man. It's uh, always I've, great, I've really. missed, I've missed seeing you. I hope you're back in the States and, or I get, or, or again, Sweet this was the year man. I was supposed to come to Canada. I know. Right. You know, Fuck. that's what um, you did. You probably orchestrated this whole goddamn thing. So you could get the border <laughs> closed. Didn't you? <laughs> All right, we got to wrap it up. Uh, I got things to do on this beautiful Friday night. Dirk, I love you so much. And uh, please do not disappoint us. And uh, I expect that you will not be the only source point presser to not dance us out tonight. Elegant weapon. That's all we're going to have this week on an elegant weapon. Civilized age.